of advice I have for someone trying to succeed in the film industry or any creative space is if you're doing what everyone else is doing, you're doing it wrong. Dose of Savagery. This is your host Shabir along with just Steven this time. No Savage this weekend. He's uh, enjoying the finer things with uh, some friends and family and parents and whatnot. So it'll just be us two this weekend. So what's going on, Steven? Damn, don't sound so excited for it just to be no. us. Like, <laughs> just, it's just us too. He's enjoying the finer things in life. Wines and cheeses and Caviar. silk robes. <laughs> like... <laughs> Silk robes is funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's at at one of them places that bring you like a warm towel when you finish eating. Like they wipe your hands, a little cool, moist um, cucumber infused towelette. Them shits be banging though. They do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> like magical when they bring them out. I was like, oh, what's this? Like you can wipe your hands with it. I was like, oh. yeah. I love those things. Like, or when you go to the gym and they have them, you're like after your workout, you wipe your face. You're like, oh, yeah. it's that aloe vera. <laughs> Feeling nice. Yeah. Oh, man. So How's your weekend been? Oh, shit. All right. Well, start with mine. Uh, it's all right. Uh, I'm supposed to be going to game night later tonight with uh, some people I met through National Black NBA. Um, other than that, Game night, like you gonna play games like cheesy. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. Scrabble. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, I ain't staying too long because I want to watch this fight tonight, the Garcia and uh, Porter fight. So I'm I'm making an appearance, staying for like an hour, and then I'm out. Like I gotta watch this fight. Like I mean, I'm just interested in what type of games y'all gonna be playing. Craps, like y'all gonna shoot dice, like dominoes, <laughs> spades, like. I know how to play here? craps now, so if we do. I'm trying to come back with money. <laughs> so, uh, That's funny. Outside of that, went to the gym. Man, I, I spent like an hour in Best Buy on Friday. Uh, you were in Best Buy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I haven't been to Best it? Buy in months. Like, I can't even think. Oh, the last thing I went to Best Buy for, I got a band for my Fitbit. But... Man, Amazon just took over. Like, I don't even go to Best Buy anymore. <laughs> I mean, the, the only reason we went was a few weeks ago, my wife and I upgraded our phones, and we changed our plan, too. So, I checked the, the phone bill, like, like a week ago. I was like, let me just see, because I know that when you upgrade your phone in between the the monthly cycle, like, you usually get these upgrade fees and changing your bill, I mean, changing your plan from one to another, like, you end up paying for both plans. Mm-hmm. And the it bill went sky, up, like, sky. the bill went up, like, $230. I was like, okay, yeah. that's ridiculous. So, I went to Best Buy, and I, I stayed in there for, like, an hour, just in case AT&T needed me to, like, go back to them and say, hey, you need to take this off or do something. So while I was in there, I'm I'm just walking around Best Buy. You know they sell toys in there now? Oh, uh, like what type of toys? <laughs> like like kid toys. Like they selling like little Nerf guns and princess toys and all types of shit. I'm like, when did this start? I guess somebody got to do it, huh? 
<laughs> so <laughs> now that we ain't got no more Toys R Us or yeah. you know old school KB Toys, that's a good point. And Amazon is the only other place you could really buy toys that I could think of. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff every now and then, but I can't think of a, a main store that's like a toy store anymore. I hated KB Toys. It was always in the hood. Like KB Toys always <laughs> felt like the fake toy store. Like I if love we went KB Toys. If we went to KB Toys, I'd be like, man, like I guess we're gonna get someone on sale. But if we went to Toys R Us, I was like, ooh, like I'm definitely getting some new some new shit. The thing about Toys R Us though was, whenever you went to Toys R Us, you just had you just felt like y'all had to buy something because there's no reason to come just to look. Yeah. So you never knew like, oh, I'm about to get a new toy. Oh my god! Like, what is about to happen here? <laughs> like, I've been in KB Toys plenty of times, and my mom be like, all right, let's go. <laughs> that was that was my first experience with window shopping. Just be in there looking at toys and picking them up and putting them down. And she'd be like, "All right, that's enough. We're leaving," and leave empty-handed. Man, window shopping feels so good, though. Yeah, like, it feeds the soul. <laughs> it's like just enough. And speaking of window shopping, I was looking at a PlayStation because I want to play this damn this damn Spider-Man game. You saw the new side of Spider-Man. You seen that? Bruh, that new Spider-Man crazy. It looks fire. Yo, when I saw, I I think I clicked the link and they showed an ad for it. I was like, this ain't what the Spider-Man looked like. So I went and Googled it. And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. I was like, so this is what we're doing with the 2018 graphics, huh? Okay. (laughs) Like, gotta get that, gotta hook that 4K cord up. Get that 8K going. (laughs) That 4K yeah. That you know what that'd be the perfect game to actually use that damn cord. You got to get the use out of it because at in like a week it's it's gonna be obsolete. Nah, I'm future proof. It's uh, it's good till like 12k. I had the homies in the back go get it for me. <laughs> so I, I was standing there staring at it, and they had the games. They had PS4, and I'm like, damn, I should just buy one. I was like, uh, oh. I, I literally stared at it while I was on the phone with AT&T. I was like, man, I should just leave this alone. So, I didn't buy one. I didn't buy shit this weekend. Bruh, that new Spider-Man, it's worth it. Oh, my gosh. It's worth it. You should really think about that. I'm telling you. I, we'll see. Hope you get one, because I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> The Spider-Man by itself making me think like, I mean, I could pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> There's money in the account. We can do this. <laughs> I already got a TV and I have internet. Like, like it, I could go a week, you know, just eating sandwich. <laughs> just <laughs> peanut butter and jelly or just, just a small wrap. What I need to eat for? I don't need to Water's buy free. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Water's free. And there's already lead and vitamins and minerals in there. Like, I don't even need the food. <laughs> so, nah, think about it. Keep looking at it, man. I, I will. I will. Anyway, how, how's your weekend going? Weekend been crazy. Like, the whole week's been crazy. Like, we went out of town this week, went to the, the Great Peach State to go see my mom retire. Shout out to the Marie's. Shout out to the Marie's, especially my, my Marie, Tina Marie. I see you, girl. <laughs> Gonna be kicking at the house now. And um, I went and we went to Atlanta for a couple of days and saw some of the folk, 
had some food, walked around Linux. Yo, Linux, I swear it ain't used to feel that big, but it was huge in there. Like we got we got a good seven thousand steps inside of Linux. <laughs> <laughs> like like we worked out that morning and then we went to Linux and by like halfway through the trip in Linux, my, my Fitbit went off it was like ten thousand. I was like, already? It's only twelve. <laughs> like <laughs> Are people still parking their Bentleys and Lambos in front of it? Yes. Not only that. Okay. Yo, so we walked in on the side with with the VIP valet. Take a guess how much you think the valet is at Linux. Mm, I'm gonna say a good seventy five. Okay, that's crazy. It's thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but my I mean, I, I, thirty dollars. Thirty dollars to park your car. Like, okay, the valet, the valet here is usually like five dollars. When I lived on the East Coast, the valet was like, you could get up to 10 to 15. 30? <laughs> $30 to let somebody else drive my car. To a parking spot. Yeah. I don't even think, nah, I don't even think they, they valet well. The VIP valet, I think they just put it on the front, like on the side. But so that's good. That, that, that still costs 30? If you yes. If they park your car right in the front... Oh, I thought they charge a premium. See, that's what I was thinking. Like parking the Lambo right in the front gotta cost like seventy five because people are just gonna walk past and take pictures. But I feel like me parking my Lambo in the front, that's bringing notoriety to your situation. I actually yeah. shouldn't have to pay thirty dollars. Yeah, but everybody knows what Lennox Mall is like, or I won't say everybody, but pe- people know. Yeah, but would Lennox be so dope if it didn't have Bentleys and Ferraris in the front? No, it'd just be another mall. Exactly. That's the part I'm saying. Like, you can be charging thirty dollars is crazy. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying. Thirty dollars is crazy. I don't even mind if you fifteen to twenty should be the top off for for parking my car. I don't even like valet because I don't want people getting in my car. I feel you. Not not everyday vehicle. Nah, especially not my everyday car. Like, <laughs> you know, you got to keep the leathers clean. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we were we went we, we went to Atlanta, then we went to Augusta, and then we went to Columbia for my mom's retirement. And um it was a, it was a great situation. Like I couldn't believe how many people showed up. Like I was definitely surprised. Like I thought it was going to be like just like a real tight intimate thing. So we walked in to where it was. There had to be like 10 round tables, you know, with place settings for like 8 to 10 people. And I'm looking like why they got all these tables set up? Like we don't, we only got like twenty people. You know, I'm like, damn, my mom, like, that's gonna be embarrassing. They set up all these tables for twenty people. So we sitting there talking to some family, and some people start coming. You think, okay, like we're gonna get half the room. Okay, that won't be bad. Then this lady comes out talking about. If you haven't already paid for your meal, you know, come to the back and I'll, and I'll take in cash and credit. I'm like, pay for your meal. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying for my meal. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and people start paying for their meals. And I ask my, my stepdad, I'm like, hey, do we got to pay? He's like, I don't know. So I get up and I go to the back to pay. And she's like, what's your name? And I told her, she's like, oh, no, you're good. And told some more family members' names. They're like, nah, we're all good. I'm like, okay. I mean, I would have paid, but I mean, only because it was my mom. (laughs) So (laughs) next thing I know, the room is full. Like, it got so full, they had to bring another table in. 
And I was like, oh, wow. Like, people really showed up and paid for a meal to come, you know, congratulate my mom for retiring. So, you know, they gave her all these awards and people came up there and talked. And I was just like, well, I mean, I felt overcome because I was like, I can't believe all these people came from my mom. Like, <laughs> for this lady that I think is crazy. But apparently, y'all like, y'all like her. <laughs> like, that's That was wild to me. So I got up and... When I first heard hearing people talk and saying nice things about my mom, it kind of did choke me up a little bit because I know she works really hard. But then, like, I was like, so I'm going to wait till I calm down. But as soon as I got up there to talk and I took the little microphone, man, I started, I got choked up again. Got all, <laughs> got all tears in the eye. Like, I, <laughs> it was horrible. So, my mom wasn't always in the Army. And she worked four or five jobs at a time, wild jobs, like Walmart, Target, Burger King. She was a bouncer at a club, all types of just craziness. I could see her as a bouncer at a club. <laughs> like, I, I, I fully believe she was at the front like, hold up, homie. <laughs> like, yeah, outfit ain't right. <laughs> Tuck What's your shirt your in. What's right. your name? Thomas James? Okay, Thomas James, listen. <laughs> You're not going to be able to get in here tonight. <laughs> like first of all smell like you didn't take a shower I don't let nobody <laughs> in my club that don't take a shower you know like, I fully believe that she's she's very strict like that so yeah like I could I, I could see it too but and then being a single parent I mean my mom when I was a kid I mean she was everything like she took care of everything we we did and had so I didn't really I, I didn't realize it but like hearing people talk about all the things that she did for them and how much they appreciated it. And even though she is strict, like my mom, they were even, people were even talking about that. Like even her boss was like, yeah, she tells me what to do. But, <laughs> but people appreciated that like because they knew they could count on my mom and she was always there for them and she was all going the extra mile. And that was the other thing that really got to me. My mom always does go the extra mile for people. And as a kid, even as an adult now, that annoys me because I'm just like, hey, I'm trying to go do this. I'm trying to do that. Like, let's go. Like, we got to, we're done here. And she's always like, nah, I got to do this. Or she'll stay up to like three, four o'clock in the morning baking cookies for Sunday school. And I'm like, man, them kids ain't going to care if they get cookies or not. But she wants them to have cookies. And then she'll come home and she'll be tired. And I'm like, because you was up till 3 a.m. cooking, baking cookies. And you don't <laughs> think people appreciate that stuff, you know, like, but. People tell all types of stories about how my mom helped them out and did this for them. And, you know, when they were sick, she brought them food. It was just a lot of stories. And I was like, wow, but people really appreciate it. And then, you know, people had to pay for their food. Like I said, like there, there was a lady taking money and you know how people are at work. Like you go to work and you're like, hey, y'all trying to grab lunch? Ah, you know, I brought I brought a packet of tuna. So I'm good. <laughs> So for do bring <laughs> <laughs> So you know, like it's really something if you gotta come to a, a a ceremony for somebody and pay for your food. So that really touched me. So when I got up there, like and I saw all the people there from my mom, like, and that's my girl, you know, like while I think that she's mean and crazy, she's still that's still my girl. And it it got me and I couldn't do nothing about it. <laughs> I couldn't do anything about those tears coming down. <laughs> so, but yeah, we my mom retired and we we drove around Georgia. Charlene had never been to Augusta before, so I took her around to see see the town. 
I didn't realize how how small it was either. Like, <laughs> you know, when you're a kid and you drive places, it feel like you're going miles. Man, I took her. I took her to like four or five places. It took us like two minutes to get to place. I was like, damn, like I thought that we we're gonna be doing this a little longer. <laughs> but it was it was kind of cool to see where I grew up and where things started. Got to come back home to the everyday, you know, car and <laughs> sit in my fresh leathers. Well, shout out to to one of the one of the three Maries. Uh, congratulations to her, and I gotta make sure I, I send her something. Well, I, I usually send her something for Christmas, so I'm I'll make sure it's something nice this time. Maybe I instead of just slices, maybe I'll just buy the whole pie. <laughs> get the whole cheesecake you know but you know what she retired so she ain't gonna be moving as much so maybe i shouldn't do that nah she my nah the uh, stepdad goes to the gym every day she gonna be there <laughs> but see that's that's not for him no i you know what's funny i buy it for her and all three of y'all eat yeah <laughs> i mean i don't hear the problem wait yeah, does she even get any? Does she eat yes. more? Does she You you think my mom can <laughs> is gonna be able to like let us eat all that cheesecake? No. You, you, I I, you, I get like a slice. Like I mean the last couple of years, I mean you sent them I think you sent her popcorn and then you also sent a, sent the cheesecake to like South Carolina, so I didn't get it the last time you sent the cheesecake. Yeah. I mean I'm gonna get some this year. <laughs> I sent you know. her I sent her four slices. It was like four different flavors. So No, I didn't get that. I didn't get any. Okay. I didn't see it or get any. All right. And I think the one time the other time I was at I was actually there, it was still frozen. Like it had just got there. Oh. All right. So, you know, that thing take a little time to unthaw. Right, I'll, I'll make sure I, I do something for her. But she in Texas now, baby. I'ma get I'ma get me a slice. <laughs> Don't you worry, Playboy. I'm gonna get me a slice. That's fine. So, uh, I don't really want to talk about this topic, but this is your guy, so I'm gonna let you talk about this. You know, yeah, your goat. He dropped a uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. a CD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's come on. All right, let, let's. Uh, I'm sure it's it's been covered through the week, but uh, we have our own perspective on it, and that probably hasn't been covered as much. So we'll we'll talk about it here. Eminem dropped the CD, Kamikaze. Uh, aiming it at several different rappers. I don't know why, but uh, that's what he decided to do. And I, I actually listened to the CD because I'm, I'm willing to give him a try because he's impressed me through the years. Not over the last eight, nine, ten years, but because... I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm about to say. <laughs> but it, it was just like with the whole Nas thing. like Or just with Jay-Z. Anyone that has been... Uh, I guess considered like a, a rap legend for us. Like I will at least give you a try. And it's not just those three. Like when Scarface dropped the CD a couple years ago, I gave that a listen. Like when Bun B dropped CDs, like I'll still give it a listen. Like there's, there's certain people that I will just try it out. That doesn't mean I'll like it, but just like with the Nas thing, like that was just complete trash, but I tried it because I I've listened to them for so many years. So I gave it a try, and I was actually impressed. If he would have dropped this seven, eight years ago, I think he'd be seen in a different light. But because this is 10 years removed from 
at least his, or even longer than that, I'll, I'll say the Eminem show is probably his last decent CD, or let's say yes. Encore, which was 2006, seven. Encore's I, not I, bad. I, I'll give you I don't you even remember when that was. So let's say that we were in college at least. Yeah. I want to say five or six, but Encore's not bad. All right. So we're talking plus 10 years removed from it. He's been trash since then. So... You know, to produce this, I'm like, wow, like he actually still has the ability to rap. We always think of like I, I compare it to athletes, like as they get older, their ability to do things change. So they have to readjust their game. And I think Eminem tried that and it just hasn't hit for people or most people. Like he started making all these pop fucking songs and it was just weird. But he went back to rapping and, you know, just showing his lyrical ability. And it's cool but he's not really saying much. Like, I'll never go back and listen to the CD again. I'm just going to put it out there. But he sparked several different conversations about his ability to rap and him going at pretty much all the younger people. He didn't, It's not like he went at Nas Hove, uh, Scarface, or Beanie Siegel, or Jada Kiss, or Fab. He didn't go at any of them. He went at all people that I don't even listen to. So it's, it's hard for me to even take it serious. But I did listen to the MGK response. I was impressed with that, too. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Will I listen to the diss track more than once? Probably not. <laughs> but I mean, it, it has my attention for at least 30 seconds. I will give you 30 seconds. After that, that that's pretty much it. Encore came out in 2004. We old as fuck. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, that that's still college, right? Yeah, it came out like the very beginning of college. Whew, okay. <laughs> We're not that old yet. November so, 2004. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, that was the last Eminem CD that I was like, okay, this is cool. But, oh, my gosh. I, I I hear what you're saying about giving, you know, some of the greats a chance. And I just feel like at what point are we just going to stop? Because... You're not making interesting music. Like if if MJ came to play in the league right now, I watch, but I'd be like, after I saw one game, I'd be like, nah, he's washed. You know, <laughs> like I don't want to see, I don't want to see my greats go out like this. Yeah, you know. Um, so I just want him to stop. I want him to stop. Like why? Like the the old the older guys in the game, they just need to look at the Andre three thousand method. If you can't put together a whole CD, don't. Just jump on some shit every now and then. Give us three, four hot features a year to remind us how dope you are. But don't embarrass yourself. And I feel like that's what Eminem's been doing. He's been embarrassing himself. Like, yeah. he, he's dirtying up his legacy. And, and no, when did anybody say that he couldn't rap? We never said that he couldn't rap. We said the stuff you've been putting out has been garbage. Like, I think there's a, there's a <laughs> yeah, misconception... Yeah. In music, that rapping or having lyrics is the only thing that's important. And it's like, no, you have to make interesting and relevant sounding music. And Eminem was rapping like it was still like 2001. Yeah. You know, you know like he really, the, the one of the things that I don't like about Eminem is that his flow hasn't, hasn't been able to transition through time. You know, he can really rap. Like the dude is a technically perfect rapper and he can 
go fast. He can go slow. But he doesn't. His flow, like his voice, isn't special to me. Like Eminem's voice isn't special. He's never really rapped about things in the first place. Like the stuff he rapped about was like, uh, it was it was funny because we were teenagers and it's like, oh, there's white trash too, you know. Like there's another <laughs> side to being poor. So that was kind of interesting. But he's never really had hard hitting like, man, this is this is for the people type stuff. So so though, I understand when somebody like Joe says, you know, like I don't like woke Eminem like because it seems it does seem fake because how long you've been rapping and now all of a sudden now when you're in a BET cypher now you want to say something you know you could have been out here standing up for black people and brown people so I understand I understand that aspect of it but I just feel like Eminem was stuck in a certain time period and he didn't know how to move his music forward and the thing that he found some formula with getting mm, white pop singers to get on the hooks and he would rap, and that worked. He he made some he made some hot singles, but the rest of the albums were garbage. Garbage. And I think he, in his mind, was like, "Oh, people don't like my albums. That must be mean people don't think I can rap." And that has nothing to do with it. We know you can rap. Nobody said you couldn't rap. You can't make good music, and that's the most important thing in all of this. Same thing for Nas. Same thing for Hov. Like, you have to make good music. It's not just about if we just put out a book of poetry if you just want to talk, have everybody talk about your lyrics. You know, like, I, that's how I've always felt. I'm like, I, I care about lyrics, but you can be saying the most interesting stuff in the world if that beat that you're over is garbage, you know, then how am I going to be entertained by this? I find it funny how you know when we were growing up, like when rappers were really beefing with each other, like, there was real problems. Like, it wasn't the internet in between them. And now, it seems like everyone is way more sensitive now than they were back in the day. Like, Eminem literally went at every rapper that has mentioned his name. He even went at Charlemagne, who's not a rapper. Like, he went at any internet celebrity, any radio personality, any rapper that has said anything about him. He's even dissed R&B singers. Like, how sensitive can you be that you had to dedicate an album to all the people who think you just haven't been good over the years. And it's, and as I've taken a bigger look, it's just, and we're going to talk about this later, like even the, the, the pettiness between Nikki and Cardi, like it's this person likes this comment on the internet. So now we got a beef. Like what is, what type of shit is that? Like, so now we, we beefing cause you like a comment that's about me. Like, it's just weird. I would think Eminem would be so far removed from that since he's one of the biggest rappers we've had in our generation, at least. But to see that these petty little comments have been made about him and it pissed him off to the fact that he had to drop a, a out of nowhere CD to start dissing people. It's like, really? Like, that's all it took? Yeah, it's the speed of information and how available it is. So I, th- I feel like back in the day, it took time for things to bubble. Like I actually understand the Cardi and Nikki situation when you bring it into this context a little bit more because it has been festering longer. You know, like it kind of there's been levels to it, kind of like the beats were back in the day. Like these, it took like three, four, five, th- six things to make stuff happen now. But nowadays, you can just say one thing about somebody and it's like, oh, we beef. Like, look, we've been beefing since we was 
five years old. Like it is, it is crazy. I also feel at times it's like, why you care? But exactly. Because, but why, because why there's so many people, you? so many people have access to your beef or information, just moves around so fast. So I diss you. And if we had a hundred thousand followers, a hundred thousand people, you know, would know that I dissed you. And then those people say something, you know, and it just travels so fast. So I guess you feel more embarrassed now because more people know about it. Where back in the day, you know, only the people that listen to both your CDs would know. I, I, that's a, I guess that's the only way I can see it. But people, they, I mean, Eminem's always been weird. You know, he he's always been one of those people that would diss somebody. And then you never saw him in the street because all he does is stay in the house. What what bothers me is this nigga said he knew his last CD sucked. On his last CD, he said he knew his last CD sucked. So if you know what you've been making isn't good, why do you care what other people say? Like, how could you be upset about people calling your shit trash when you called your shit trash? Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, speaking of trash, I mean, not not to make these people be trash, but the queens out here fighting, bro. <laughs> the queens out here fighting. <laughs> like, you got Queen Nikki, got Queen Cardi. Mm. You know, the only piece, of, only queen not fighting is Queen B. She too, she too, she too nice for that. She don't, she, she don't handle those plastic. type of fights. She she can't take a blow. She might nah. pop. Nah, she don't. She don't take fights. Like, oh, you got to get you through. T- see, hold on. You talking about Beyonce? When you said yeah. Queen B, I thought Lil Kim. So, nah, <laughs> I'm not talking about her. I'm that... talking about Beyonce. Like, you know yeah, how they, many people you got no to get through. You know how many people you got to get through to get to Beyonce. <laughs> like, you seen them dancers come out? Like when you they see how many went... people Hove got to get through to get to Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Hope had to make a whole album to get back. <laughs> this nigga made a 16-track album just to get back in the house. Dedicated so, to Queen B. Like, like, hey, I had to do it. Just not only that, he made a joint album just to make sure he could stay in the nah, house. Nah, that's not a joint album. That's a Beyonce album featuring her husband. <laughs> like, not even... We couldn't even call him Jay-Z on that. That's Beyonce and her husband. Her mans. But yeah, man. I mean, we got we got the, the queen of hip hop and R and B out here throwing hands with some lady named Faith. Like, it's crazy, y'all. It, quick question: Who do you think won? That's not even a real question. You know, Mary won that fight. You know much pain? <laughs> you know much pain and drama Mary got in them hands? You don't want no problems with Mary J. Blige, dog. I'm telling you. I, no. I completely agree. Like Mary, Mary J. Blige has been beaten. Like she's been hit by men. Like nah, <laughs> she she's gonna win a fight now. Like nah, I, you I seen them dance moves she got? Like she know how to duck. <laughs> she got good leverage. Nah, Faith Evans ain't got a chance. Yeah, Faith definitely. And Mary has somewhat stayed in shape. Like the last few pictures I've seen, she looks like she's she's still in relatively good shape for her age. Faith, yeah, doesn't really look like she's quick on her feet. No. So I'm thinking, Mary hit her with a one-two, and then you know she grabbed the hair, <laughs> grabbed the hair. <laughs> you know she grabbed the hair and started dragging her, and then somebody, somebody like Puff was like, "Stop, stop, don't do that, don't do that, baby." 
<laughs> Let it go. <laughs> she was probably she probably had her head locking was hitting her talking about I told y'all hoes no more drama. Like <laughs> trying to tell y'all. But um I mean the the Nikki the Nikki and Cardi thing, like, hey, if Nikki really dotted her up like that, geez. So su- supposedly Nikki wasn't the one who threw the punch. Oh. It was it was one of Nikki's homies. So I can't give her credit until we get visual evidence, and you know TMZ going to have that security footage at some point in the next few days. I, I can't give Nikki the credit. Is that a Bronx but, versus Queens beef right there, bro? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. And this is what this is what my comment was about earlier. Like, I, I went on Savage Land, and supposedly there was like a Kodak Black is getting out of jail. And supposedly Cardi like championed it, and then some random chick responded to her, or some random person responded Batty to her and B said, "Eleven, yes." <laughs> <laughs> she was saying something about like, "How could you, you know, support someone who's been, you know, uh, in domestic violence or whatever?" And Nikki liked that comment, even though she, her brother, is, you know, in jail for fucking kids like I, I me personally i don't see how you can even pay that attention but you know i'm not a woman i i don't have those feelings and you know cardi felt the way about it like how could you like a comment this is what i'm talking about like why do you care that someone likes a comment that's about you or why is that even worth punching someone for like i i don't get that but that's why i said i understand why that would bother cardi though because they got they got old country beef. Like this isn't just if this was the first thing, then I'd be like, okay. Like I understand I can I could be on your side. But this isn't it's a lot of passive aggressive things that I felt like Cardi has let slide. You know, and I and I thought that was cool, but Nikki Nikki been wilding, dog. Like and she, I'm you I've been on record saying it's time for her to go. Like I, I personally do not care for Nicki Minaj. But I, I I don't see the point in punching her based off of that one comment. Like if that was the thing that sent you over the top, it's like really that. Yeah, I mean, did she say something else about her parenting as well? I the think the so. thing I also read said that that she came at her about taking care of that kid that they named Culture. Hope they gave that baby a good middle name because I ain't I ain't calling <laughs> the kid Culture. They named the kid after the album. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yo, uh, man. So you're you just gonna ignore my question? Like <laughs> that threw you off? <laughs> that threw like, you I'm, off. Like I'm, I'm so like. Wow. What What was the question? Yeah. So <laughs> she said something about her parenting. So let's let's I, let's I, just I say since since we didn't see it since we're not. We're not in the know like that, you know. We're no. we're not on social media like that. So we sorry, are regular people. Yeah. Um, let's just say that she did say something about her parenting, and that she says that somehow she, Nikki brought the baby in there. Is that do you not feel that's not worth? Hey, we gotta have hands now. No, because Nikki ain't got no fucking kid. What she know about parenting? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, wh- why are you paying attention to her? Like you've, if I'm Cardi, I have a better album than you. I'm more popular than you. I'm probably making more money than you this year. Mm, 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 I don't know about that. I, I, I'm said probably. 
if I'm if I'm just on Cardi's side, I'm not I'm not even counting Nicki's numbers. I'm just seeing what's on charts. I'm popping in the streets. Anything I put out here, people pay attention to. I'm making money. I got a kid. I'm married. I got a husband. I got, you know, I can do whatever I want. She got a husband. She got married. Ain't she married? See, this know. is what I'm talking about. I, I don't was, pay attention to this shit. I just thought they was engaged. I don't know. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. Whatever. <laughs> they together. Like, why do you care that this chick that you don't even really care about is making a comment about you parenting? Do you think she knows what you're doing with that baby 24-7? Do you? Like, this is someone who's supporting her brother who is out here fucking kids. Why do you care what she's saying? Okay, it what if I what if I put another layer on top of it? What if I said Nikki's trying to mess up her money? Now see that's something to get smacked for. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about smacking you if you're trying to stop the money flow. Cause now you're stopping me putting food and and having a shelter and all these things for my kid. Absolutely. I, I'm all for that. Well, according to Cardi, that's happening too. And and then I'm I'm willing to smack you in the face for it. I I completely get that. But if it's the liking a comment that's about you, like come on, fam. Like I I, I can't I can't fly with that. That that's too petty. I I like petty, but that's too petty. I just don't understand how this all uh, works. Like I'm really interested in the entertainment industry and in that in that aspect of saying, okay, let's pretend I'm a producer, and Nikki says, hey, if you work with if you work with Cardi. Then I'm not gonna work with you no more. Why do I? Why, why would I give a fuck? Like one, why would you stop working with me because I work with Cardi? Two, Cardi's higher than you, so why would I care? And then why would I listen to you? <laughs> like I just don't. exactly like what? I I don't get it. But I, I wonder because when we've had beefs in the past, or not we, but like has as rappers have grown and had beefs over the years like there almost seems like the labels are kind of pushing it sometimes like they're somehow involved i wonder if that's kind of what's happening here and now that it's gone a little too far now that they've touched each other like or there's been some physical altercation i wonder if the labels are stepping and be like all right like this shit gotta stop because clearly th- this beef has boosted sales like it- it's had to have some type of impact financially for both of them and the label ultimately so now that we, we, we've gotten to, to blows they're going to be like alright like we, we don't want this type of shit so now they're going to be trying what, to what label pull are you talking back about? on that I mean is Nikki still on Young Money I who, believe so who Isn't run that we- like I don't even know who runs that like do they got like adults <laughs> over there like Mac Man he's still running he's still the president <laughs> like if that's the case then you know they all for beef because them niggas ain't got shit else to do I haven't <laughs> I mean who I don't. I don't even know what's going on with Young Money. Like Drake's still on the label. Like, shh, who, who's on the label? We know Wayne not on the label no more. So like, is it still Young Money without Wayne? Like, is it YMCMB? Like, I thought that was forever. Like, what happened? But, <laughs> Ain't shit forever. <laughs> Ain't shit forever. I don't. I don't think this is a label generated beef. I think this is all Nicki realized. Like, damn, this chick's coming for me. Not even like literally coming for me, but figuratively, like. She's about to surpass me, and I'm scared to lose my spot, so I'm going to start talking shit, and it just didn't work out for her. I'm not saying it's, it's label-generated. I'm saying they're taking part in it because they're making money ultimately off of off of this 
altercation. Not well, not the physical altercation, but the back and forth. Like it's it's creating a buzz for both artists. So ultimately, the labels eat. I don't think it's creating a buzz. I mean, they all like the PR business. Say no news is bad news. So I mean, but I, I just don't feel like people are going out and buying either one of their CDs because they got into a fight. No, I'm saying prior to the fight, like the labels were probably okay with this happening because they're eating off of it. But now that they've gotten into a fight, I wonder if the labels are going to step in like, all right, we need to like separate what you from the beat. Like, what are you or, talking about? Or at, like, or at least at least Cardi's label. Cardi's label is run by a bunch of goons. She don't care. Like... <laughs> They don't care. They, they it's the same like label to me goes on. Like nobody's gonna do nothing. They're gonna tell her to stop putting her face in the middle in front of a, a fist. That's all they're gonna say. I I, I see that th- this will end. There 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 won't be anything else after this. They there won't be any mention of unless they're just gonna talk about each other on wax. There there won't be any like them in the, even in the same place at the same time. Like I, I see them being separated and this will be the end of it. I disagree. I think I think Nikki's too petty. Like she's running scared in the sense that she can't believe that this other chick that looked almost just like her is running <laughs> her out the game. Um her music's trash. So she don't know how to make good music no more. Um she just sees this chick living a better life than her. Like if I if if anything, if I'm Cardi, Cardi Cardi should be the one that's smart enough to stop being part of this. Because Cardi, this isn't helping Cardi at all. I don't. I, I mean, you saying that you think that's helping sales? I don't. Like the other thing that Cardi sells is just pure happiness. Like she's just a happy person. Like she was happy. You can't be letting somebody bring you down. Like just live your life. Like so, what? Nicki Minaj is talking trash about you. So, like she, that just by you not doing anything, that just makes Nicki look like an old bitter chick, like an old washed up rapper. The same thing that she was saying about. Um, Little Kim and Foxy Brown. Brown. Yeah. So just let it go. Like, so what? She said something about you parenting. Just ignore her. Have one of them goons that the Migos hang out with go run up on Nikki. Like, but ain't she cool with what's the other nigga's name? I don't know none of these. I I know who I know their names, but I don't know who's who. But she's cool with one of them. So, like, so so what? It's like, not like the Migos can go send a goon to handle her because she's cool with one of the niggas in the Migos. I mean, does anybody need to be handled? Like, I, I just don't feel like <laughs> just sometimes you just got to let people just say what they're going to say. Like, it's not it's not it wasn't messing up her money. Fighting can mess up your money. And I completely agree. That's why I said there's no need to even pay her any attention. I'm talking about even with even with the baby comments like. If anything, I'm just probably gonna be out here just name names. If somebody trying to, if somebody said, "Hey, I can't work with you," be like Timberland said he can't work with me because Nikki told him not to. Like put pe- put the pressure on other people. <laughs> Make Timbo have to get on the Breakfast Club and say, "Nah, that's not what happened." So no, nah, I just think that it's kind of ridiculous. I I just wish I wish the best for Queen Cardi because you know she hot out here and Nikki is is done. You better hop on a Drake a Drake CD. Get your <laughs> Get your beats back right. Better go <laughs> go holler at um one of the producers up there in the OVO. Like I mean, we can't give you we can't give you the number one producer, but we got we got some producers in the back. And uh, they cooking up some good stuff. 40, 40 taking a nap, so we can't wake him up. 
<laughs> 40 only made beats for Drake. That made me think of the push your teeth test when he's tick, tick, tick. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I couldn't help that one. Nah. Uh, Speaking of beefs, um, you got some real life beefs. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, so, the, you the beef master, bro. So let let I've noticed since I've I've been on this journey of I guess ending like uh, any frivolous friction with people. Uh, I've noticed that other people have been doing that too this year. Like I, I've my uh, the homie RL. She she ended a beef with with somebody. And, uh, you know, when I talked to her about it, she was like, you know, don't expect nothing to change. Like, I was just having a conversation. Like, we'll see what happens. So that that's how I've approached it. Like, you know, if, if we if we have the conversation, it's cool if something happens from it. But if nothing happens, then you know what? At least this is off my brain. Like, I don't have to think about this no more. So that's the approach I'm taking with this this one here. So two of my homies... Uh, they know who they are. Uh, they hit me up on for uh, yesterday or the day before, and they were talking about uh some mutual former mutual friends of ours. Uh, I've talked about them before on this podcast. They were supposed to come to my wedding, and they didn't, and told some bullshit lie about not having a phone for uh, like a year, which is the dumbest excuse you could possibly have. But okay. Uh, they want to try to put us all in a in a room together to have a conversation to try to end again frivolous tension. Which I have no problem doing it. My issue with that is if they're not ready to hear the truth, don't waste your time. Like it doesn't change anything for me to have a conversation with them. The people that have been on my mind to end any tension with, I've done it. I flew to another continent to do it. So I've, I've I've done my part. But for certain people that want to get shit off their chest, this is for them. So I really don't have to do shit. But one of the other people that uh, I invited to my wedding and just never heard from again, they had lunch with her. And she was like, oh, have you spoken to James or do you still keep up with him? And I asked him, I was like, what is the point of asking about somebody if, you still got their contact info. Like, if you want to know about me or you want to talk to me, just hit me up. Like, I don't I don't have any problem with her. It's just the truth is, like, you just stop fucking with me. So what's the problem? So if you want to talk to me, you don't have to ask other people about me. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, how should I approach this when this conversation happens, which I guess is supposed to happen in November. Uh... I'm trying not to go in there with this petty attitude, but it's really hard not to. I mean, I don't even understand why you being petty. Like, because it's so much it's, easier to do it. It is, and it's fun too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's it's really just holding back that like that urge to be petty. Like, I try to tell you, homies, man. Sometimes you just gotta let it take over your soul. <laughs> like when, like I can imagine now, like when homie walks up. Like, if he try to shake my hand, do I even touch his hand? Like, I don't really want to dap you up. Like, we not homies. Nah, if you like, real petty, you sneeze in your hand as he's walking up. Or you cough. <laughs> and then you try to dap him up. 
and you see what he do. <laughs> and, I, and I told them, I was like, look, I was like, these conversations are not like kumbaya. Like, these conversations get tense. And I was like, just know that I'm fully prepared to throw a hand if necessary. Like, oh, my I, God. I have no... I have, Ain't nobody gonna stop, stop, down, stop, stop. Ain't nobody gonna no, 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 fight. No. Nobody's gonna fight. We don't know that. You yes, know, we you do. Know why we don't know that. Yes, we no, do. No, no, no. You know why we don't know that? Because I don't know what I'm gonna say yet. <laughs> so because of that, I'm not sure. I may say something that may be very disrespectful. And like, I have, what? You're not even that type of person, though. <laughs> you're not. No, you're not that type of person in people's face. I've never heard you say something disrespectful like that to somebody's face where you know that if you said it a fight's gonna happen hmm. at least i haven't been there maybe no, I, I, maybe space I mean, somebody I sat there and told somebody that i didn't like your wife remember you told me that was that wasn't fight worthy though i didn't think that was fight worthy i thought that was like hey you can't be saying that but i wasn't fight worthy <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't if you told me you I mean, didn't like Charlene, I wouldn't be like, ah, you've disrespected her honor. I must slap you in the face now. Like <laughs> I, I look at you like, what happened? <laughs> like, what you mean? Like we would just we just I, had I, we just I had brunch. It, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but when I said it to him, no, like I said it with anger. Like I said it I, I was ready to fight him. Like if he would have jumped up, we just would have fought in my house. Like I I was ready. Like these I've had several of these conversations. Even when me and you had our problem, I was fully ready just in case. Just that's in case. That's because you always want to fight, but we wasn't. No. Wasn't nobody it's, about to fight. Like, we had a conversation. That, but it's, you got to think, you, I am short. I am not six foot three. Here we go. I this am, is this is a short man I complex. Am, this ain't got nothing to do with us. 200, like, but... But think think back to that moment when we were outside the school of B. You are taller than me. You are towering over me, and we are damn near face to face. So I I'm never thinking, once oh, thought about fighting. See, see that, but in my mind, it's almost like anytime you get in the elevator and seven dudes come in, you're thinking, okay, I could probably knock out these two. But this nigga over here is going to be a problem. It's it's <laughs> the same thing. That's because they're strangers. We're not it's, strangers. But it's it was a threat alert. It was just like, I know he's upset. I know he's frustrated. And on your side, you're like, I know he's upset. I know he's frustrated. You just never know what the other person will say, which will trigger nah, don't, something. Don't speak for me. That's not how I, no, nah. That's not no, how no, no, I no. felt. I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking for you. I'm saying that you, on, on your side, you knew that I had a problem. And on your side, I knew you had a problem. So in my mind, it's just like, I don't know what could potentially happen. That's that's all. I That's think how about. you and, felt in my and, mind. I knew <laughs> I knew exactly what was not going to ever happen to me. No one was putting their hands on me. But but <laughs> it's it's but you see you had that thought. No one would put your hands on you, and it's the same thing for me. Just in case something happened, I'm prepared. That that's all I'm saying. It's the same exact thought. We're just saying it in a different way. That's nah, it. I'm not I'm not prepared for a fight. Like if you ain't hit me, <laughs> let, let's put it like this. When we had our our one real tense argument, our conversation, if you had hit me, I'd have been shocked. I'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> this guy just hit me. I probably wouldn't even hit you back because I'd have been so taken aback. Like, like if you had a daughter, like Space's daughter, Space does not whoop his daughter. The first time he has to give her a spanking, 
she's gonna be perplexed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can't believe Daddy just hit me. You know, like nah. If you would have hit me, I'd have been like, oh, I'd have been shocked. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just I, I've I've been in these settings, and you you know this. Like we've talked about this before. I have no problem ever having a conversation, even if it's a very intense one. Even if I did something wrong, and I know I need to apologize, or if the other person did something wrong and they need to apologize, I have no problem having that convo. But in my mind, I'm always in fight or flight mode like I, I just always have this defense mechanism kicking in like okay he's looking at me weird this person's looking at me weird so in those type of conversations ain't nothing but emotions flying uh-huh. and you just you just don't know what i don't know what i could have said that may have triggered you remember we are at that point we were three years in our our friendship so it's not like we were super close like we we were getting there but We've clearly grown over the years. After three years, like I, I still learning you. I, I could have said, I could have said something that you might have been like, you know what, fuck you, and you might have just swung. Like I, I don't know. Nah, I would have maybe said fuck you, but nah, I'm not getting into a fight. Like, <laughs> but see, that, you would have. I, I mean, I just honestly with like friends or people I know, like it really, it really would have had to cross like multiple lines. Like you would have had to done like three, four things in that one conversation. For me to ever even think like, man, we might have to fight. Like, I just See, don't feel. I, I, I don't feel that way with people I know. Like I always tell people, like people like at at work, you know, you might sneak up on somebody, or you just walk into somebody's office and they jump. I'm like, I always be like, why are you scared? You at work? Like nothing's gonna happen to you here. <laughs> like so, like if I came over to your house and we're having a conversation, yeah, it might get heated or something, but I'm not thinking something's ever gonna happen to me. I never think about that. Now, if there's strangers around, now I'm looking like. When it's people I don't know, I'm always on high alert. Like, I don't trust none of y'all. Yeah. But if it's people I know, I'm relaxed. Like, I'm never thinking somebody's going to put their hands on me unless, like, something happens. Now, somebody pulls the strap. Like, I believe you. If you have a, if you pull the gun, <laughs> like, I believe you. I don't give a fuck if we were just having a nice conversation and we were about to pray. If you pull the strap, I believe anything that you're about to say. <laughs> like, so nah, I'm just I just I never felt like that. I understand what you're saying, but that's just not how I feel in my in my soul. Like I never once thought like if anything we get into a heated argument and one of us might say something, but uh, I'm not I'm not worried well, about fights. But that's that, but that's, but not hearing what you're saying though, I can see what you're thinking. But that guy that guy's not thinking about fighting you, man. Hey, I I'm just saying if they if they're not ready for the truth, things could could turn a different way that's absolutely true but i guess the other thing that i had to ask you is why is somebody asking about you why does that bother you like they're not just because i ask about you like if i saw if i saw simone and i said hey how's jabir doing it doesn't mean i want to have a conversation with you i mean that's just like polite conversation like how how's your husband how's your friend but that's different though me and the homegirl don't talk no more so it's like it, we haven't spoke since 2013. We on Facebook. You could easily hit me up on Facebook. You could text me. You could call me. Ain't shit change. Like, I, I just, I guess for me, if I don't talk to you, there's no need to ask about you. There's no need to, like, you know people that I've probably spoken to once or twice. Do you ever hear me ask how they doing? Do you still talk to this person? No, because I don't give a fuck. That's, I, I don't care. 
You're talking about that though, like they said something negative, like saying, no, "Hey, how some how so and so doing?" There's nothing wrong with that. It's it's. I'm not saying it in a negative space. I'm not trying to. What I'm saying is, if I don't think about this person and I don't talk to this person, I don't interact with this person. Why would I ask about them? What's the point? Maybe being around somebody that you know, like we have conversations. We've had we've asked of like or talked about people that we haven't seen in a while. Like if we go to go to homecoming and I see somebody I haven't seen in three four years, and I know they always hung around this person. I might say, "Hey, how's how's so and so doing? How's Bobby doing? You know, how's X doing?" Because I'm around that person and that triggered me thinking of that other person because they were always around. We, either when we were together or I always saw you with that person. That doesn't mean that I want to have a conversation with you. This is a perfect question for you. Every time we in that type of situation, what I always say, I don't know that person. Right? That, that's because you don't know nobody. <laughs> Are you acting like you don't know people? Like every time I'd be like, man, I don't know. And even when we, I, I just had this conversation with Simone, when we at homecoming, I don't, I'm usually standing off to the side while everybody else is having a conversation. Like I just, I've always been, I've always been under the impression like, I'll, I'll stick to the people I know and that's it. Like, it, I, I don't really care to create new circles and I've never been that type of person. I have my friends and I'm straight. Like, if if I meet someone new, cool, not a problem. But to extend beyond that, I've never been that type of person. So I keep my, my shit very close knit. Yeah, but you're so talking about a whole other thing, though. I'm just sitting here saying I, I that... I know, I'm, I'm, th- I'm just that saying... When, somebody when asking about you in, isn't rude or disrespect. I didn't take it as disrespect. I'm just saying, if you want to know, you could have hit me up. Why like, would they do that, though? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I wasn't thinking about you. I saw somebody that, boom, this thought popped in my mind, or you popped in my mind only because this person came when we're talking. I asked politely, hey, how is this person doing? They say, cool. That's it. Like, I don't want to actually talk to you. I don't ever ask that question. Okay, but that's you. That doesn't mean. And maybe that that's, doesn't that's mean, what it is. That like, doesn't I, mean I don't other people ask don't. That like, okay, even though you don't ask that question, can you not logically see what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see it. Okay, I, just, that, I, I, I don't see why. But something but I, you you see things and it just triggers you. It triggers a feeling. It triggers a thought. You you got that person was triggered by seeing that other person and then made them think of you. Cool. I so guess. that doesn't mean they have to hit you up. Like, why would they? Like, obviously, we haven't talked in a while. There's a reason. If you're not talking to somebody that you used to be really close to, there's a reason. Well, we're supposed to see in November. I, I have no problem talking to her. The mother two, though, the married couple, man. I just don't think that you got to have animosity. Like, that stuff is is gone. Like, you're still. are you it's, still angry about it? No. My my thing is, if you want to have the conversation, you got to be ready for the honesty. That's true, but you got to be ready for the honesty on your part too. I didn't do nothing wrong, and and you know that you actually know that. Like I actually did nothing wrong. That doesn't matter that you don't have to be ready for somebody to say some honest words to you. Like you may think that you didn't do anything wrong, and and I'm gonna say I don't think that you did anything wrong either. But I'm not either one of those people. We all see, uh, we all see things differently. 
when you said you don't have a phone for a year, but yet you keeping in contact with one of the homies, how? That's not for me to answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, how? How's that possible? That's, that's not, that's not, this isn't the time and place for that. <laughs> like, okay. Like, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of questions to be answered. And I feel like this conversation should have happened a long time ago. Same thing with you and, can we say that guy's name? Yeah, you can say his yeah, name. Winston. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, shout out to Winston. Uh, I felt like y'all should have squashed that a while ago. I just but don't. Me and, him, me and him don't talk. Like, it just happened. Like, we, we squashed it, and that was the end of it. Yeah. And then Mike was completely right about this. Mike, when you listen to this, I'm saying it now, you were right. It turned into nothing. Mike was like, what is the point of doing this? Y'all never going to talk again. I just think it's nice to close out relationships, you know, and I think that works better for both people when you close your relationship out and there's no low hanging fruit. Like everything's been talked about and everything's all good. Well, not even good. Like people have both just gotten what they had to say off their chest. So I think that's why what you and Winston did that worked. And this may be the same thing. Y'all may just both need to express what y'all thought happened. And that'd be it. So you no longer had to think about it. like, hey, this is what he thought happened. This is what you know happened. And just call it a day. Like you got a question like that about the cell phone thing. That's a question that you shouldn't have, have in your heart no more. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep tabs on this. I mean, this ain't happened until November. And to be honest, it may not even happen. So we'll, we'll see. But I think it needs to happen. Big, we shall see. Uh, well, this has been a good episode. I, I enjoyed this. Uh, again, well, next week I will not be here, so y'all get to you and you and Spates uh, be able to say all types of savage or shit while I'm out. Party lift. <laughs> It'll be my anniversary next week. So five year anniversary, wedding anniversary. Hey boo. Um. Die line, die line, die line, die line, and die line. <laughs> Um, so yeah, again, thanks for everybody for listening. Continue to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, continue to support us on SoundCloud. You can hit us up on Facebook, views from the group chat, our Twitter at views from the GC, and our email is views from the group chat gmail.com. We haven't gotten any questions, or we did have a question last week, but we need more questions. So, ladies, please continue to support our podcast and send us something so that way we can provide our savage like answers to them. And as always, remember, check your links, throw up your memes, paste your gifts. This is Views from the Group Chat. Peace. Shout out to Marie's. Shout out to the Marie's.